A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Chair declares the House in recess subject to the call of the chair. What you just witnessed was Patrick McHenry, the acting, the step-in Speaker of the House, the Speaker pro tempora, temporo, excuse me, tempora would be a batter, temporo. That's right. Nobody knew who the Speaker uh, of the House selected for that position, by the way. Did you know that? Since September 11th of 20, uh, 2001, I believe, that is the case. But anyway. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. The House and the Senate, um, or the House, they apparently made that procedural change um, in relation to some of these things. But anyway, um, they since that September 11th, 2001 attack that almost went into the Capitol and all that, right? They made that change so that nobody knew who this person would be. This is selected by the Speaker of the House and not told to anybody. That includes the other members of Congress. Um, So what you witnessed was him slamming the gavel down, and that means that it's got to be WTF Wednesday right here on Critical Thinking. As always, I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oney. And if... Patrick McHenry is slamming down the gavel, um, putting the Congress in recess. Where was Kevin McCarthy? Well, you see, Kevin McCarthy was no longer the what, Pat? Well, he was given the boot. Yes, he is no longer the Speaker speaker of the House. House. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For the first time in the entire history of this country, a Speaker of the House was ousted. A sitting Speaker of the House was booted out of that position. It has never happened before. In fact, that it had been 110 years before a vote on this matter was ever taken. So if you're doing your math, that would have been 1913, folks. It was the last time this, even a vote, would have been taken. Yeah. Um, Is that bad? Yes. I'm also shocked that the Democrats did not play the smart political game here. And what do I mean by that? And this is where I want to go with my discussion of this. The smart political game, the easy political game was to, ha, 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 Republicans, right? Correct? That would have been the very easy game. Uh, th- th- that would have been, but they didn't do that. The, that's what they did, Pat. They did the easy political game. Right. That's, that's what I'm agreeing with you. I, I agree there. No, you said they, that, but that's not what they. No, 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 no! I was just saying, like, that you would you would think that they 
Okay, yeah, never mind. I had it backwards. Good. Keep going. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Um, but so the easy road was ha ha ha. Let's chaos the Republican side, right? The smart political game for them would have been make Kevin McCarthy your little puppet. Cut a deal so that he is going to give you concessions on certain things heading into election season and then beat his ass at the ballot box, right? And take over and somebody else becomes Speaker of the House. While you've got all the concessions you possibly could in a position of supposed weakness for however quote-unquote weak that minority is, right? That's what they decided to do was take the easy road, not the smart road. The smart road would have been making Kevin McCarthy your puppet and then voting in mass to keep him. That was the suggestion that I had on yesterday's program, right? And uh, yesterday's program went out before the actual vote on the Speaker of the House situation, that was my suggestion, is that Kevin McCarthy would actually do the bidding of the Democrats. Yet here we are, Kevin McCarthy, no longer Speaker of the House. Now, I'm going to get into a second part of this story in a moment, but what say you on this? Well, I mean, when, when we did Truth or Fiction yesterday and we were talking about this, and then this happened, I was like, well, that, our Truth or Fiction just went to hell. Because we didn't see this coming. We didn't think that this would happen. I didn't think Matt Gates would get the votes. I really didn't. I don't think anybody knew for sure what was going to happen. Now, I think the biggest surprise, obviously, in the voting section is Nancy Mace, right? I think that's absolutely yeah. the uh, the biggest shock here. But, um, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, she she's said, stated in a statement, quote, the speaker has not lived up to his word on how the House would operate. No budget, no separate spending bills until it was too late. A CR, meaning continuing resolution, which takes spending power out of the hands of the people and puts all the power into the hands of a select few. There has also been no action on many issues we care about and were promised. We were promised that we would move on women's issues and legislation to keep our communities safe. Those things never happened. She lamented, expressing hope that her vote came, quote, in the hopes of fixing how Congress operates. With the current speaker, this chaos will continue. We need a fresh start so we can get back to the people's business free of these distractions from Nancy Mace. Now, on the other hand, I don't know if you got a chance to see the video that went viral of Chip Roy or not, who was uh, prior to the vote, by the way on uh, Steve Dace's program and went as nuclear as I have ever seen somebody go um, on all sorts of topics, including why he's supporting uh, keeping Kevin McCarthy. And he's on the other side of what, he, what Nancy Mace is talking about here. And what he was saying is, you know, hey, I'm keeping Kevin McCarthy because the vast majority of what we were promised, the big, 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 big things that we were promised are happening. So are we better to dance with the devil we know versus the devil we don't? And then he went on to basically call the people who were calling him a rhino uh, effers. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing to watch. I just didn't have a chance to pull it up. Nancy Mace is the one who pulled the trigger, basically, on Kevin McCarthy. Not Chip Roy, not any of the other people who were vast holdouts in, in January. Nancy freaking Mace. Okay, so here, here's here's the thing that's been kind of bugging me about this whole thing. Because I, I saw Chip Roy's response on X yesterday to mm -hmm. this. I didn't see the video itself, but I did see his his reasoning. Who who's right here? Is is Chip Roy right, or is someone like Nancy Mace right into oust Kevin McCarthy? So, what, 
So was here's this what, the right here's where I come down on this, Pat. Mm-hmm. I I don't think either one of them are wrong. I think Chip would seed much of what Nancy Mace is talking about here. He would seed that that there's no budget. He would seed that some of these things are not happening the way that they were promised. I think he thought that the Dems would get a victory here. I also think this is peak GOP in which McHenry decides he is going to do what? Gavel the um, the Congress, the House of Representatives, out. They are gaveled out. They are, they are not doing business until next week. He sent them home. And what is this indicative of? A fractured caucus. And where I come down with why I think Nancy Mace went the road that she went and why I think Chip Roy has a good point is it's so fractured. There's no trust. So I think in that regard, Nancy Mace is right. On the other hand, has Kevin McCarthy done single bill? Has he done, you know, some of these things? Absolutely he has. He has given the the more or the most conservative side of things power in rulemaking, power to kind of begin to change the machinations uh, of how things have been working or not working within Congress. Now, who is to say that the individual that comes into power this next time allows for that to happen again? I see both sides. I think at the end of the day, it comes down to this very simple equation for me. Kevin McCarthy failed at the one thing that he needed to do. Unify the party. Unify them around messaging, unify them around principle, unify them around policy, and actually go for it. It's his own fault. It really is. Leaders find a way. You might have to compromise on your power, right? You might have to say, you know what, I'm here, so let's... Are we always going to agree on every single machination? No. But what are the big, here are the big five items we need to tackle. Boom, 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 boom. And hold me accountable, should I not? That's what they did. They held him accountable. For the first time in the history of this country, and I said to you, Pat, I wonder what the history books are going to really say about this moment and about this period in history. I don't know. I think it also matters whom the GOP comes to an agreement upon. I think the smart move is a Byron Donalds. I think that is a great political stroke of genius if they were to do it. Steve Scalise is a terrible idea. Elise Stefanik is a terrible idea. You do not need squishes. That's what got you into this problem. Let's take a look at the last three Republican speakers, right? Eric Cantor. Who? Right? Squish. Ash mm-hmm. heap of history. Bye-bye. See you later. Yep. Let me ask you, how many people in our audience knew that Eric Cantor was the second to of last GOP Speaker of the House? How many? How many of them can name past... Newt Gingrich, probably, as Speaker of the House. Probably not many. Okay. So, Newt Gingrich, Denny Hastert, Eric Cantor, Paul Ryan. You forgot Jim Boehner. Yes, I did forget Jim Boehner. You are correct. Mm. But the last three after Boehner, right? Cantor, then Paul Ryan. You got the squish of the squishest. Right, And what did you get in return for that? In return for this compromise, 
centrist individual. Flip it on the head, right? And take a look at what Nancy Pelosi did. I'm not suggesting that her dictatorship of the House was a great thing. What I am suggesting is that, did you know that Nancy Pelosi was Speaker of the House? Hell yes, you did. And more importantly, did you know what the Dems were going to do, what their priorities were? Hell yes, you did. And was she an unrelenting champion of those principles, values, policy situations? Hell yes, she was. Your turn, GOP. Your turn. Because we're heading into an election year in which if you do not have a policy principle message that you can deliver to the American people what has happened to you time and time and time again will continue to happen. You will lose. You will lose and you will lose some more. They also have to have something to unify the party around. Right. Otherwise, are what? Principles and policies. Right. It, but what I'm saying is, is like those, those principles and policies must be something to unify around. Like, like it can't just be the you can't you can't keep doing the squishiness and expect different results. Yeah, Otherwise, just, you're playing the definition of insanity. Yeah, I just don't understand how you do this without a plan. We are in recess, Congress. While we're talking shutdown in less than a week or less than ten days, right? Uh, we got that uh, funding through mid October, right? Or is it mid November? Whatever it was. But they have to. There's a, there's another deadline in October that they've got to meet. They have yet to to figure out how to push an actual budget, lest we forget that the House of Representatives is responsible for said budget. Lest we forget that, can we find a way to unify around producing a freaking budget instead of continuing resolution after continuing resolution after continuing resolution? Oh, wait, didn't Kevin McCarthy cede on uh, the debt ceiling, so therefore continuing resolution, continuing... Oh, do you see the problem of a Scalise, a Stefanik, of that ilk, right? As I said yesterday, Byron Donalds for me is the person who checks all the boxes. He he literally throws all of the racist BS charges, right, that the Dems will love to throw out right out the window, looks them dead in the eye, and does what? Deliver conservatism for whatever that is today, right? Right. He is literally throwing it in their face. And he has shown leadership. What more do you want? What more do you want? Oh, well, we got to be a... No, you do not have to be centrist. You have to set yourselves up to win in 2024. And how do you do that? By showing you're willing to fight. That's how you do it. So on one hand, great. This that, Great, McCarthy's out. On the other hand, you showed your chaos because you have no plan. Nobody that you're willing to coalesce around? Are you crapping me? And and That's why I'm not sure where I come down on this. I'm like, this is either really bad or this is really good in the long run. I I don't know which one it is yet. I don't know. Absolutely. All right. So I want to move from that to a topic that we've sort of kind of covered in a roundabout way. Now, we got a little flack on this program, as I mentioned yesterday, for our position when it comes to Tim Ballard. And what is our position, Pat? We don't know if he's guilty. We just we want to presume that he's innocent, even in the court of public opinion, until we can prove that he is guilty. Because we don't have all the facts. Exactly. And, and even if you're speaking to people who presum- presume to know, quote-unquote, the facts, right? Mm. How? How do they know those facts? Were they there at the time? Can they, is there corroborating evidence? Yada, 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 yada. The point is that, yes, sometimes 
in the court of public opinion, you are correct. Sometimes you are way wrong. And I present to you Trevor Bauer, former now Major League Baseball pitcher, one of the best pitchers in all of baseball, by the way, who was publicly accused of sexual assault, of battery, all sorts of things, right? Right. Well, turns out that I believe on Monday, right? I think it was Monday, yeah. That they announced that uh, the, the lawsuit between both parties, because he's alleging that she basically defamed him, yada, yada, yada. She's alleging sexual battery on a civil lawsuit, yada, yada, yada. Guess what happened? Both sides um, settled their lawsuits. No money exchanging hands. No fault admitted. Da, 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 da. And the district attorney has refused steadfastly, by the way, to charge Trevor Bauer. Lesson number one in why the court of public opinion sucks. Next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. A text Lindsay Hill sent to a friend before she ever even met me. What should I steal? She asked another in reference to visiting my house for the first time. The answer? Take his money. So how might that work? I'm going to his house Wednesday, she said. I already have my hooks in. You know how I roll. Then, after the first time we met, net worth is 51 mil, she said. Bitch, you better secure the bag, was the response. Uh, but, but how was she going to do that? Need daddy to choke me out, she said. Being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million, read another text. Then, after the second time we met, former Padres pitcher Jacob Nix told her, you got to get this bag. I'll give you 50000 Lindsay replied. Her AA sponsor asked her at one point, do you feel a tiny bit guilty? Not really, she replied. Since then, her legal team has approached me multiple times about coming to a financial settlement. But as I have done since day one, I refuse to pay her even a single cent. Uh, in August of 2021, Lindsay Hill's claims were heard in court. And during those legal proceedings, critical information was deliberately and unlawfully concealed from me and my legal team. Uh, information like this video, which was taken by Lindsay Hill herself the morning after she claimed she was brutally attacked, emotionally traumatized, and desperate to get away from me. Uh, and now we have the metadata, so there can be no dispute. Uh, it was taken mere minutes before she left my house on the morning of May 16th, 2021, without my knowledge or consent, of course. Uh, in it, you can see her lying in bed next to me while I'm sleeping, smirking at the camera without a care in the world, or any marks on her face. I think it paints a pretty clear picture of what actually happened the evening of May 15th and why the video was originally concealed from us. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, after hearing the evidence available to her, Judge Diana Gold-Saltman found that Lindsay Hill had misled the court. She found her claims to be materially misleading. Uh, she denied her request for a domestic violence restraining order, and she found that no sexual assault or non-consensual conduct took place. Now, some of you might not know about restraining order hearings. I know I didn't, but uh, I've since learned that uh, it's extremely rare for a request for a restraining order to be denied because the standard of proof that you need to obtain one is extremely low. So you can make of that what you will. The fact is I was never arrested. I was never charged with a crime and I won the only legal proceeding that took place without my side of the story even being heard. Uh, and most importantly, as I've said from day one, I never sexually assaulted Lindsay Hill or anyone else for that matter. So I sued her, which prompted her to countersue me. Quite frankly, regardless of the outcome in court, I've paid significantly more in legal fees than Lindsay Hill could ever pay me in her entire life. Uh, and I knew that would be the case going in, but the lawsuit was never about the money for me. It was the only way for me to obtain critical information to clear my name. Uh, the discovery process in that lawsuit recently concluded, at which point uh, Lindsay Hill's legal team again came to us with another proposal to resolve the case. This time, however, they weren't seeking any money from me. Having received uh, much of the information that had been hidden from us, uh, a small portion of which I've referenced here, um, I was willing to agree to the terms proposed. Both parties would drop their respective lawsuits and neither of us would pay either side any money. Um, I also retained my right to speak publicly about the case, something I have not been at liberty to do since June of 2021. So as of today, both lawsuits have been settled. Now, over the last two years, I've been forced to defend my integrity uh, and my reputation in a very public setting. 
but hopefully this is the last time I have to do so, as I'd prefer to just remain focused on doing my job, uh, winning baseball games and entertaining fans around the world. So today, I'm happy to be moving on with my life. So let me ask you a question. Do you think that the court of public opinion matters? Did they, did they know any of these facts? No, they didn't. How did they not know any of these facts? Because why? These were all hidden from even the people involved in the actual case. This man's life was ruined. I mean, for, he lost for people who, for, by a single person, Pat, whom made an allegation, doctored up photos, okay, doctored them up, literally set this individual completely up, made it look like an innocent victim game, right? She was totally a victim of absolute terror at the hands of Trevor Bauer. Major League Baseball had suspended him for 300 and some odd games, later down to 190 some odd games in arbitration. He had to basically not play in Major League Baseball, go to Japan to play the game. Hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars of legal fees. You and I, do we have that ability, Pat? No, we do not. Not a chance in hell. And this, for me, when we talk about the Tim Ballard case, look, I'm not saying that he is or isn't. What I am saying is who the who the hell are we to make any decision in the court of public opinion. The only time, the only time in the history of my life that the court of public opinion has actually trumped real court, O.J. Simpson. That's it. That is literally it. Kevin Spacey, a great example of this. He might have been an absolute dirtbag, right? He might be an absolute dirtbag. Turns out in the court of law in England, where things are a lot easier to quote-unquote prove, is he sitting in a in a English prison, Pat? He is not. Okay. I'm not suggesting that he is a good individual. I'm not suggesting that Trevor Bauer is not an idiot for putting himself in these kinds of situations as a professional athlete. That's not what I'm suggesting. But what I am suggesting is these people paid significant prices, monetarily, reputationally, all sorts of things, right? Based off of the court of public opinion, and then in a court of law, they've been vindicated, especially in Trevor Bauer's case. I would argue that in Kevin Spacey's case, it was just a lack of proof, uh, a, a lack of meeting that threshold that was really the issue, not the lack of these things actually happening or not. But if it weren't for him sticking to his guns, to saying, I don't care about money, I care about the the justice, right? I care about the truth. We wouldn't be here today. Major League Baseball, this individual who brought these charges, and oh, by the way, reporters at the Washington Post, the LA Times, um, The Athletic, who had all of the forensic evidence Okay, available to them to know that th that this individual suffered no skull fractures, sh suffered no severe beating at the hands of Trevor Bauer. Yet that's what they reported ad nauseum. 
all of them need to be paying a price in a court of law. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yet the only person who's paid any price here is Trevor Bauer, who did nothing other than have a consensual relationship with with a with a woman who was hell bent on destroying his life, unbeknownst to him. Now, I would suggest this is also the cautionary tale of all time. Hey, if you are a professional athlete, an actor, somebody with wealth and means, and a public persona, do not engage in these activities. Period. Point blank. With people that you cannot vet, that you have not vetted, that you know nothing about. Such is the sad state of what this individual did. This isn't new. This is as old as fame time. Don't put yourself in these situations, number one. But number two, who the hell are we? Who the hell is Major League Baseball? This would be different if he was actually charged, proven guilty in a court of law. Boom. Where's the Major League Baseball Players Association in this? They threw him under the bus because court of public opinion trumps everything. Bullshit. The court of truth is what matters here. And unless we actually get back to that, thus the issue with all of the things that are coming out about Tim Ballard and this, that, and everything in between. Let's wait. Let's see the full light of day of all of this to be bared out either in the court of law or in discovery or whatever have you, right? Until that point in time, believe both sides. I don't know what the truth is and neither do you. How? How? dare you I sat in the pulpit on Sunday Pat or I didn't sit sit in the pulpit but I sat in the pews and we listened to Paul's letter to the uh, to the Philippians okay judgment that's what this sermon was all about that's what the entire homily was about judgment that we need to let go of judgment because judgment is ultimately only the purview of god forgiveness i think trevor bauer has been pretty forgiving not taking her for every red cent that she has, right? That's pretty damn forgiving considering what she did to him. That's pretty turning the other cheek, right? Is he ever going to get that money back? Is he ever going to get um, his ability to pitch in Major League Baseball? No, because what, what, what story is going to be told? What story will the media tell? the same stupid story they told to get him kicked out because what politics and public narrative trump reality and truth. The sleuths at the athletic and the Washington post and the LA times and every 
place in between. Well, they throw the word alleged in front of something, and that's supposed to mean anything. No. They use that word as coded language to attempt to get around slander and defamation uh, lawsuits, right? No, no, no. They throw that alleged out as coded language to say, wink, wink, he's guilty. How they cover allegations matters. How this individual got the ability to do what she did matters. Judgment, not our purview. Forgiveness, our purview. But how dare the media, how dare the court of public opinion sit in the ultimate judgment of our society today? How dare you? How many race hoaxes have we seen on college campuses? How many of these types of just absolute BS have we had to witness before we decide jumping to conclusions, going to the jump to conclusions, Matt, from office space is the wrong move all the time? I know this may be for some an unpopular opinion. But because we've seen so many stories like this where, you know, someone's been accused of doing something and they've been found, they're ultimately innocent at the end of the day, because, but they're guilty because they're in court of public opinion, right? I, I'm all for, if, if, this, if anything ever goes to a court of law and they can actually prove their innocence and actually be innocent... I think they should be allowed to countersue, and 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 I think the people that are making these false allegations should be subject to serious l- lawsuits and and even jail time. But is, right now they have the ability to sue all they want. Trevor Bauer right. well, yeah. settled a physical lawsuit in this case. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She needs I think to go to jail. jail time. Yeah. The reporters who did this go to jail. That'll stop this real quick when I don't have this buttoned up. And, oh, by the way, I don't have any actual proof of this. I have a photo. But what's a photo today, folks? This is what the media wants you to believe. It's just I'm going to do the bare minimum. Well, I've got a victim here who's got a photo. Where's that photo coming from? Turns out it was doctored AI'd up, right? Yep. Turns out it actually didn't exist in real life. The photo that she used was a screenshot of the um, of the video that she took, folks. They screenshotted it, then doctored it up as if she was beat to shit. None of that happened. None of it, in reality, ever took place. So as we sit here in already judgment of Tim Ballard and everybody else... Look, again, I have said he very well may have done the things that are being quote-unquote alleged. He very well may be a dirtball. Very well may. Just like Trevor Bauer may have done these things, but we here have absolutely, absolutely no clue what the truth is. None. Why? Because we weren't there, we are not privy to discovery, we are not privy to anything other than what the media or people with access to grind, people on one side or the other, on pro-Tim Ballard, anti-Tim Ballard, blah, blah, blah. We've got no idea. None. And until we are allowed to unravel these things in a court of law, who in the hell are we to sit in judgment at this point in time? Who are we? With that being said, Pat, it is a WTF Wednesday. I think now would be a great time to play a little bit of the B or not the B. How about you? Let's do that. All right, lay the headline on me. Alrighty then. Today's headline, the Democrats want you to know that Joe Biden is prime squad material on this Mean Girls Day. The Democrats want you to know that Joe Biden is prime squad material on this Mean Girls Day. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, you need that morning pick-me-up? 
go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. You need to warm up a little bit in the morning because now it's starting to get a little bit cooler in some areas of the country. Like Cold fall. Yep, where I yep. live. Um, because it's, you know, we refuse to turn the heat on in our house right now. Um, maybe get some of the uh, hot chocolate from uh, coffeebrandcoffee.com and uh, warm yourself up there in the morning. Coffee will do the same thing, but if you're not a coffee drinker, there is the hot chocolate option as well. There's also the tea option as well, too. Uh, they've got all sorts of different great flavors over there. Uh, what What is in your cup this morning there, Andrew Coppins, in terms of flavor? It's the uh, the bourbon uh, flavor. Oh, I get the bourbon again, huh? Which happens to be a personal favorite of Andrew's. So, yes. uh, so if you're looking to give me a gift for out. Christmas, send me some of that bourbon uh, coffee brand coffee from coffeebrandcoffee.com. I, I, DM me, I'll give you my address. You sure you just don't want bourbon itself? We got enough of that right now in the house, actually. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> we're, we're attempting fair, to fair uh, lessen our bourbon collection at this point in time. Fair enough. Point being, they've got all sorts of different great flavors over there. Go over there and check out uh, a flavor that you want to try and a flavor that you know that you're going to like. Highly recommend doing it that way. Um, they, they do make great gifts for people as well. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Use the promo code CRITICALTHINKER at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase. That's promo code CRITICALTHINKER, and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. All righty then. The Democrats want you to know that Joe Biden is prime squad material on this Mean Girls Day. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. This has got to be the Babylon B. Just what? Just what with that headline? So I'm going to go with the Babylon sure? B. I'm not sure. Are I don't sure? care. But that's my guess. Well, you, you would be uh, incorrect here. This is not the B, and you just lost 50 bucks. That does not go into our central bank digital currency, um, okay. even though we'd lose it anyway if it went there just because our ESG scores are not high enough to access it. So either way, way, it's we're not interest away. bearing either, which is BS. Yeah. Yeah. That's also BS. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. But uh, uh, the, the Democrats are trying to make uh, Biden uh, happen, uh, fam. And I kid you not, this time it involves Mean Girls. I'm just going to stop you right there, Pat. I, I, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Just okay. no. Okay. Just no. He's a mean just, girl. W- w- no. Yep. No, we're, we're just not. He's no, mean. we're just not doing it. We're just not doing it. We are, we are not. We are not. go here. No. All right, Pat. Um... So I want to do this. Um, uh, this video, warning, graphic. This video is insane. This video comes from Philadelphia, where a tourist at in and around the Constitution Hall area, okay, was on a double-decker, one of those, you know, like big city tour buses, right, where you get the double-decker bus and you can be on top and... Uh, You see the panoramic views. Um, They were filming, and they filmed this. For those of you who are not watching on our Rumble channel, rumble.com backslash critical thinking, Pat, can you describe a little bit of what you saw? Uh, So it it was on a street. Uh, Where was this again? Was it Chicago, New York? Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. I'm sorry. So so Philadelphia. Um, So this is in Philadelphia. And you've got this, uh, you're at a traffic stop, stoplight, and you have all these bikers. And, and everything kind of like weaving up in between some of these cars and such. Well, one biker stops at one of the cars that are that's towards the back of the line. 
and he gets off his bike and then he jumps on the car and he starts jumping on the rear window and he breaks the window mm-hmm. and then he gets off and the person that's in that car gets out and starts getting in this guy's face i mean kind of rightfully so at that point and there's a bit of a shoving match and then the guy gets back on his bike and then other bikers are coming back over towards hmm, where okay. this incident is going on now if you were to watch this a second time you would see the other parts of this story that are vitally important number one um it's not just that he tries to stomp out the the window he does it with one foot and then two foot jumps it and breaks the entire thing right why would this individual who is in the vehicle get out of their vehicle um it turns out there's a three-month-old baby in the back seat oh see i couldn't even see that from the video yeah yeah you have to watch it again and then now that we have that framing of that, what do you not see the first time? That Because you're watching all over the place, right? Right. What you don't see is as he is hopping off of the windshield or the back window, um, there's a gun that dislodges from the waistband of this individual and smacks against the pavement. Loaded gun, by the way. Also, what you don't see is as this woman bravely bravely gets out of her vehicle to confront this absolute a-hole, he has already picked up the gun and shoves it in her face. He literally put her at gunpoint and then headbutts her with his, uh, with his helmet. helmet. Yeah. And she pushes his bike over with him on it, rightfully so. In my view, what the fire truck is going on in Philly? Because this is this is not abnormal to witness, right? Uh, we're seeing a level of murder, mayhem, violence that Philadelphia has never seen before. In fact, it leads in a bunch of different categories, include including percentage increase in violent crime. Um, it's like an up like about five hundred percent, Pat. Um, so on the one hand, what the fire truck for you, you had to have seen this. You would have had to have seen that there's a baby seat back there and you still stomp the window out. You're an a-hole. Number two, um, gun safety apparently isn't a thing for these individuals because it literally is loose in the waistband, just pops out. You, that could have killed anybody. If it would have dislodged incorrectly, if it would have hit the butt of the gun instead of on the side, you could have seen that, right? It could have gone off. And then what? And then you pull the gun on the person who, who, whom you committed a violent act against anyway? What the hell is going on? Prison. Prison. Now, you sent me this one, Pat that has absolutely nothing to do with violence other than, well, threats and intimidation. Why can he continue to threaten judges, threaten AGs, and threaten just people? Now, I understand that some folks say it's, it's freedom of speech, but if I did that, right. yeah. they would not consider it freedom of speech so why does he get to continue to threat and and it's threats like he did with january 6th he basically said come after her yeah yeah he didn't say exactly those words but i don't know how else you can take those words well, but why is he continuously allowed to do that when none of us would be able not to just- okay pat wtf why Well, <clears throat> is he making threats? Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. That's the WTF here. Is yeah. that Donald Trump is, he put the name of the clerk for the judge in his, mm-hmm. uh, in his um, case in New York City, right? He put the clerk's yep. name out in public and basically said, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, this individual is corrupt and this individual is uh, this and that and... 
threaten the individual to the point where both sides are gag ordered from talking about anybody in the court. Right. Period. Rightfully point blank, so. Because of Donald Trump's actions. He is, and he has done this his entire life. He, he did it politically. He's done it in all sorts of different ways in which people who are quote unquote in his way, he just defames and, and makes up stupid names and harasses and harangues and, and, um, intimidates, right? You can't do that to an officer of the court. You can't nope. do that. Brah, bro. This ain't nope. the court of public opinion. This is a real court. This is this is one of those okay, yeah, okay, okay. You can make the argument that he's free to say it, but this is one of those he's not free of the consequences of that speech. Right, exactly. Go go ahead so, and try to play that game and see what happens. Right. And right. you better not be complaining about it. Right. What an idiot. All right. Then we've got this one from the world of parental rights. Let's talk about parental rights for a second because it's become evident that it's being used currently in this fight against queer people, and especially queer kids, who need more protections than ever before. Like in Saskatchewan and in the U.S., parental rights are being used to thwart any rights of autonomy that the kid might have. And I'm sorry, but kids do have autonomy. We've already established this. For example, if a kid needs a blood transfusion and the parents don't want to, it's not the parent's right to refuse that blood transfusion for that kid because it is life-saving. In the same respect, if a kid only needs to like use a different name and pronoun in school, there might be a reason and a good reason they're not coming out at home and they need a safe place to be themselves. And so to hell with this idea of parental rights when it comes to kids who have their own consent and then their own bodily autonomy and their own autonomy to their personhood that need to be protected. Um, by the way, lest you think that this is a singular individual who happens to have a wacky idea. Um, no, they're not. Um, in fact, take a look at the case of the, the German family that's in Tennessee, right? Um, is it the, I forget the name of the family, but, uh, they escaped from Germany, um, because of their persecution. They, they, this law amazes me in Germany. 1938. <clears throat> Who was in charge in 1938, Pat, in Germany? Was that? Uh, oh, Adolf Hitler and the Nazi it, party. Yeah. It's a guy right. named Adolf. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. They they did what, Pat? They banned homeschooling. Only state-sponsored schooling was allowed. Why? Indoctrination, right? Hitler Youth. So they were going to teach anti-Semitism and, and all of that propaganda, right, to an entire generation. That law is still on the books in Germany, by the way. You, homeschooling has been banned, in, and that law has not changed since 1938. So these God-fearing Christians did not want some of the craziness that is being taught in German state schools. And we're talking like demonic stuff, not even just pornographic stuff, like straight up demonic stuff. If you paid attention to their case, okay. They come here to the United States, seek political asylum. They get it initially, then a court of law. And then it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. They were adjudicated to not having a, a right to asylum, but it was deferred action so that they got the right to stay here in the United States of America, okay? The Biden administration decided to deny that and tell them they had one week to get their affairs in order and get out. Just out of the random, nothing has changed about this family, by the way. And Oh, by the way, um, two of their children have been born here in America. One of them is old enough to have gotten married to an American here in America. So you're kicking all of them out? You're just, or are you just going to kick out the ones that aren't legally now allowed to stay here? So you're going to split the family? Oh. All over what? The argument by the Biden administration is that parents don't have a right to homeschool their kids. And people all over this case hold that opinion. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe that parents could refuse a blood transfusion for their kids, right? Aren't there certain religions out there that believe that that's a bad thing? Yeah. I, for, 
is it Seventh Day Adventist? It's definitely Jehovah's Witnesses are, are right. They have something weird about that too. Then again, I I believe Jehovah's Witnesses to be weird. Period. Amen. But that's just yes, my life. personal opinion. Um, again, freedom of religion. You can do you, boo. Just not not doing not nah, nah bra not for me. Um, that having been said. This isn't a obscure opinion on the left. This is mainstream leftism that you actually... By the way, this goes back to the manifesto, the the section on BLM Inc., right? Yep. Where they told us that your kids are not your kids. They belong to the community and that we need to raise these children in a community way. So your kids are not really yours and you're not allowed to raise them as you see fit but it's as the community sees fit. This is part and parcel of that. That's why the left opposes homeschooling. That's why the left opposes this, because they just see it as, well, religious bigotry and this, that, and the other thing. No, it turns out, actually, a lot of people just oppose the indoctrination of the state. That That's really what it's about for a lot of people, or more importantly, eh, don't want them exposed to your por- pornography and this, that, and the other thing. And they see that as, Mind-blowing. What are you talking about? Well, question for those that um, love the state-sponsored school. Are you or are you not indoctrinating kids into a set of ideas inside of a state school? Yes, you are. So you're allowed to do that. But somebody holds deeply held religious belief Oh hell no! You can't, you can't teach a worldview that way. But we can teach the state worldview, right? Right. Uh, well, that's it's, not what we're doing. Uh, except for what do you think? The BLM flags, the pride flags, the you know, blah 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 that are up in every classroom in Chicago and this and that classroom and and in communities like Pulaski, Wisconsin a community of less than 10,000 people. How the hell is that a thing that goes on? Are, are you crapping me? By the way, when I went to high school, open debate was a thing that we did in classrooms. Yep. Open debate. Literally, over Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, and impeachment was a thing that we had multiple discussions between teachers, students, and one side and the other, blah, 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 blah. Did that affect anybody's grade? Nope. Now, when I got to college, that was a different story. But something has switched in our society over the last 25 years. That's real ugly. When it comes to educating Kids, we have gone from critical thinking, debate, seeking of truth to listen to me or else. It's it's become the state religion. Parental rights. No, no, no. You have no rights, especially if the kid is uh, doing something that you don't like. Actually, I do have those rights. But that would that be more said, probably one of the... Pat, your final thoughts on that topic? I was going to say that would that would probably be one of the um, t- like the, the the ten commandments of the state religion. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have any rights over your kids. Yep. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show? Uh, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And uh, Joe Biden's a mean girl. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. And as always, Matthew. 547 and lest I forget can my brewers not choke again in the playoffs <sighs> planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.